what I try to do is bring light into vulnerability too so that you can use those tools and communication tools and uh, different exercises in your everyday life too. Hey friend, it's David Nabinsky here in New York City. As you heard in this initial clip, this conversation is about vulnerability. I'm so excited for you to learn from Veronica Kolinis. Veronica is the founder of Vulnerable AF, a new event series based here in New York City. Uh, please note, given the AF and the authenticity of this conversation, there are some cuss words in this podcast. I uh, want to make sure that you know that in advance. She talks about why she initially started Vulnerable AF, where it has led her, including new deep friendships and also a new job too. So as you can see here, Veronica is leading a community and she also has a job living the portfolio career lifestyle. Another thing to note is Veronica and I bonded and became real friends recently because of me being public about something a couple of months ago. So I love that one, this one quote that says, uh, your vibe attracts your tribe. It's so true here. Um, you also learn how to be more open with your relationships in the workplace and so much more. I think you're really going to learn and think a lot after this powerful conversation. As always, this podcast with Timestamp Notes is available on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. So excited for you to build and grow your portfolio career. Here we go with Veronica. And so Veronica, if we were to go to an event tonight, how do you typically introduce yourself? Ooh, that's a good question. So I would say uh, my name is Veronica, and I love gathering people together in authentic ways. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, one one thing that I would love to just start off with would be, uh, so one of your projects in the mm -hmm. community that you're building is called Vulnerable AF. Oh, um, yeah, that thing. <laughs> and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what's really amazing is how it kind of started off as, you know, around a dinner table until now it's thriving uh, movement. Um, so maybe talk to us about kind of how you got started with this project and kind of the evolution of it. I think it's really important. Mm, yeah. So it started earlier this year. Um, I was just coming from a place of um, loneliness, which I think is, which I know is a huge epidemic right now, especially here in New York City. Um, you know, I had all these party friends. I had a lot of friends, but I didn't feel connected to anyone. Um, and it's easy to blame other people and say, oh, like my friends don't show up for me or I don't have good, I don't have friends that, you know, I can really connect to, you know, um, but rather than complaining about it, I decided to do something about it. And I started, I had to really look at myself and look at where I wasn't being vulnerable and I wasn't opening up and actually authentically connecting with my friends or connecting with people in my life. Yeah, I really desired these, these deeper conversations. I desired, um, like just connection, realness. And, you know, it started from, you know, not feeling connected to friends. And then I was seeing this guy and, um, I mean, this happened multiple times 
but I had to really look at why it why it kept happening, and I kept running into the same result and pattern. Whereas you know I, I was dating and I was seeing a couple of guys last year, and this one instance in particular was the one that really hit me. You know, I really wanted to have uh, a deeper conversation or deeper connection with this person, and I thought that the minute I opened up was when he pulled away from me. And I experienced that a lot, or I've experienced that before. And I had this moment, like, is is this real? Like, do do people really not want to connect with me? Like, what's wrong with me? What the fuck? I really want to have, I really just want to have, I want to have vulnerable as fuck conversations with people. And I don't feel like I can. And like I said, I could have complained about it and stayed in that place of like, what's wrong with me? But instead, I decided to do something about it. I'm like, you know what? Next week, I'm getting my friends together. I'm contacting all of my friends that I I have met this year or I haven't seen in a while. And I'm putting together a dinner and I'm going to call it vulnerable as fuck because those are the only conversations you're going to have. <laughs> and it was just like the, the like, it was a really a healing journey and process for me. It was the way, how can I have a place to just share what I was feeling? Like I was feeling like shit. This, you know, two guys in probably two months ended things with me because we got closer. And I, I just wanted someone to talk to and like vent to and share what I was really feeling instead of sugarcoating it with, things are perfect. I'm great. Look at me on social media. I have an awesome life. You know, I just want it to be real and I wanted to have more real conversations. And, um, I called it a four week meaningful conversation series because I'm like, all right, maybe I'll do this for every Monday for four weeks because one, I just wanted to see if I would do it for four weeks. (laughs) And two, um, I didn't know if anyone would come. And the first meeting was at a restaurant and it, the first one, there was six people. And then there was the second one was 18. The third one was uh, 23 and the fourth one was 25. And one time my friend asked me, why are you just doing this for four weeks? And then after that, I just couldn't stop doing it. <laughs> I didn't want to stop doing it. Um, so yeah, that's just how it happened and what it turned into. And it turned into this event series. And, um, you know, I, I learned how to step into myself as a leader, as a facilitator, um, and just learn so much about myself. And not only did I, you know, um, create a space to have those deeper conversations, I actually manifested my new best friends. I have, genuine friends that are in my life now that I can call at any moment if I'm feeling like shit and really have these connection connected moments with. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like, uh, it started from a place of vulnerability and that's, uh, and then kind of scratching your own itch. And now you're encouraging, um, other people to be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, and like I said earlier, it started to just become this movement and, and thing that I started that I couldn't stop doing because I just wanted nothing more to encourage other people to 
be themselves and share, have a space for real connection, meet new people, but meet, not meet new people in a surface level, um, sugar-coated way, meeting up with people and talking about work and talking about the weather. Like we're meeting and having an opportunity to have real conversations with each other. So maybe if, so somebody, maybe can you talk to us the type of uh, facilitation or the questions, the exercises that happens at Vulnerable AF that people could practice at home or in the workplace? If I tell you, I might have to kill you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, how what it looks like? It's it's always just, it's always different and it's new. And I, um, you know, I recycle some exercises that I think have made a difference for me personally. Like I, I don't do things that I've never done myself. Um, so it, it's it's always coming from a place of co-creation. Like, what? Can, how can we create a safe space together? So we create a safe space together and then I guide um, conversations and then I guide different exercises that provoke vulnerability. And and vulnerability doesn't have to be so heavy either. I know this is an event called Vulnerable AF and most, time, most times when people come, like there's probably 10 out of 20 people that are showing up nervous as fuck. And, you know, what I try to do is bring light into vulnerability too so that you can use those tools and communication tools and uh, different exercises in your everyday life too. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe you could share like an example of, you know, how to have a conversation with your boss or um, coworkers about a, you know, something that's important to you. Mm. So I will, I will say that in, in every vulnerable as fuck meetup, there are values and, and principles. And one of the main principles or, or two of the main principles is one, confidentiality. What happens in the room stays in the room. And two, um, no coaching and no advice. However, we do, I, I do, a, I have done this a few times and I've gotten mixed reviews about it, but it's always because it's just really confronting, um, is feedback, like learning how to give feedback and learning how to receive feedback and how to communicate that, like, you know, and coming from a place of listening, like, how do you, how are you listening to people? Are you listening to people from judgment, trying to fix, trying to help? Um, are you like waiting for the moment that you can spew out your thought? So the whole event is very much uh, based off of that as well, like how to listen to each other when we're with each other and in each other's presence, we're listening to each other. Um, just being mindful and it's not rigid. It doesn't have to be so rigid either, but just being mindful of like when you're not listening and when you're listening and how you can have better conversations with people and including your boss, right? Like, are you, are you asking for what you want? How do you, you know, I've done an exercise where, um, we practice with each other or have a conversation about what you're, what, what do you want? And what's stopping you from getting what you want? Mm-hmm. And so, can you maybe go into a little bit of 
little bit of detail of that in terms of, let's say somebody, you know, is asking for a raise or mm-hmm. wants a promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe talk to us about uh, a way that somebody could better approach that conversation. Yeah. Through maybe vulnerability. Mm, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it all, it all stems from being, being real and being vulnerable, right? Like being real with yourself, right? I would say looking, taking, taking responsibility of the first step is taking responsibility of your own experience, taking responsibility of what you want, right? Um, if you are to, if you really wanted to have, let's say you wanted a raise and you were really nervous about talking to your boss about it and asking for it, look at it. I would, I would offer to look at it from a place of, um, do you think that you're worthy of the raise that you want? What's stopping you? Like, what is it really that's stopping you from, from asking for that? Right. And it might be many things. But, um, you know, it's really, it's all coming from a place of authenticity. Like, are you, when you go and ask your boss to have a conversation, right? Be authentic. Don't tiptoe around or sugarcoat what you want when you know you really want to raise and you know that this raise or more money would really make a difference for you in your life. You know that if you had more money, um, you would be a better employee or you would show up, you would really, really start to care or, about what you're doing, right? When you're not, especially if it's coming from different ways of not feeling worthy of asking for money or not thinking that it's possible to ask for more money. So be really authentic. Like have, have a conversation. If you want to have a conversation with your boss, ask your boss, can, can we speak? I want I really, uh, there's something that um, I've been afraid of, asking you actually and just coming coming from there like and you know when you have that when you have that conversation right if you're in that meeting you start from hey you know what i'm really fucking nervous right now maybe don't curse but i say i'm really nervous to have this conversation with you i'm nervous about i'm I'm nervous that you're gonna say no I don't even know if you like me. <laughs> like, I don't know how you, what you think of me as an employee. These are all the things that I'm, I'm really worried about all these different things. Um, but you know, I, I think that, you know, I really care about this company. I think, you know, I, I did a good job in, in this area and that on that project, I see this and this is what I see for the company. And, you know, I've been here for six months or I've been here for a year and, I would really love more money. I would really love to make this much and see what happens. And the thing about vulnerability is it's a risk, right? It's uncomfortable. There's always a risk. It's saying I love you with with uh, not knowing that you're going to get it back, right? You're, the fear of rejection. It's like that's where this the fear of vulnerability or the fear of being really authentic, like actually authentically saying what you're feeling, authentically asking for your, what for what you want comes from these deep-seated core wounds that we have. Mine is fear of rejection. So I was always afraid of having these really deep conversations with people and sharing with someone, hey, actually, like I, I feel really sad right now because I'm afraid that someone's going to reject me and think that I'm 
annoying or like not want to be my friend anymore. That's one of my biggest fears. So I always have to look at that. And there's always a there's always a risk being mm -hmm. vulnerable. It's uncomfortable. It's not supposed to be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, with so, no risk, no reward. Yeah. And so, and so then uh, let's maybe take this a little uh, step further. So you start the conversation and then you also mentioned feedback. So maybe it seems mm. like you present an ask or present an idea. Um, let's say you don't get what you're interested in, but maybe, you know, getting feedback could be very helpful for moving forward. Um, can you maybe talk to us a little bit about how to get feedback? Yeah. Simply asking, can I, can I get some feedback from you? <laughs> or can I get feedback on this? And I know it sounds really simple. And then it also, if you've never done that before, if that sounds really scary, it doesn't sound simple. right? Um, because there's like all this, for me, I know there's all this fear of like, what if they say nasty things about me? Or what if they, um, what if they say things that I don't think are true? Right. The, the intention of asking for feedback and asking if you can give feedback too, asking if you can get feedback is coming from, if, if you're with, it's only beneficial if you're willing to come from a place of um, just reflection and knowing that there might be something that someone says that could offend you, right? Like it could say something that you probably know is true, but you don't want to hear it, right? There's a risk in hearing that and and there's something to learn from it. Know that everything we do in life is we're learning from it, right? So asking for feedback, like, actually, I'll give you a really great example. The the guy that ended things with me after, you know, I wanted to get closer. I remember um, just feeling like shit about it and you know, being really afraid to, to share with people that I was actually hurt and confused about it. And I remember um, I was talking to a friend of mine and, you know, I was telling her, you know, we were talking about the situation and, and I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. Like, yeah, you know, I, I learned from it and like, you know, things are great. I'm fine. And she's like, Mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> She's like, I don't believe you. Have you ever asked him for feedback? And I'm like, fuck, that sounds really scary. So I did that, actually. I actually, I, I sent him a text and I said, hey, when are you free? By the way, I feel really incomplete. You know, just to be honest with you, I feel really incomplete about how things ended between you and I. And I don't really, I'm not really sure if I know exactly what happened. When are you free for a call? I would love to get some feedback from you. And we got on the phone and he shared with me all the things that he thought and some things he didn't like. And there were some things that I didn't agree with, right? But I, I just listened to him. And I just gave him an opportunity to listen. I mean, to, to share without interrupting him, without proving myself, without explaining myself. I just heard him. And what that created was, you know, for me, it was like, all right, cool. I don't have to think about this anymore. <laughs> Great. 
Like, this is complete for me. And when we see each other, there's there's nothing in the way anymore. Like, we're we're good. Or, or we, we can choose to not be friends or we can be friends. Like, there's nothing like that. There's not this, like, oh, I don't know what happened. And, and, like, you know, that all came from a place of, you know what? How can I take my power back, too? Like, it's more powerful. It was more powerful for me to, like, instead of, you know, be in the back end, like, oh, you know, like, I'm fine. You know what? Actually, I'm not fine. I want to – I would love to hear your feedback. And you have to be willing to to accept that someone doesn't want to give you feedback, right? Or if someone maybe isn't in, their great, in a great headspace to give you feedback. Like, these are all – questions to ask and um and when you and i know i just went off on a tangent and into a tangent but uh going back to your boss right if you wanted to ask a colleague or your boss for feedback you can you can you know ask to have a conversation hey when are you free you know um I've been really reflecting on some, some, some things and I wanted to learn. I wanted to, I want to improve in some areas of my life, right? There are some areas that I'm working on. I'm really, I really want to make sure that like I'm, I'm, I'm where I want to be. Um, would you be open to having a conversation with me and giving me some feedback about, you know, um, what it's like working with me? And, know that if you that person accept your accepts your request tell this person and hey when you give me feedback i really want you to be completely honest with me and transparent with me because everything you're telling me is completely for my learning. my learning my 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 development as a as a human being as a as a employee here as a friend as a person as a partner and um that might be really hard for someone they might be like oh i'm nervous to give you feedback but like you'd actually be really you might you might be really surprised at what they say mhm and that sounds like just like the way your events here started right you were surprised by people's interest and then where it went mhm Okay. Um, and I noticed you've been, I think recently been kind of consulting with companies on how to improve kind of workplace communication mm-hmm. um, and connection. Uh, any ideas for, for, for people or any other exercises for, uh, you know, kind of w- improving workplace dynamics? Mm, yeah. So I just did a, a, a version of Vulnerable AF at Meetup and uh, it was for their employees and there were, were some things we had to tweak because, um, you know, working vulnerability is is seen as a weakness. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's just a stigma that people have for sure, and and I can't, I can't, um, I can't beat around that. And the intention of this is to, the intention of of this space is to highlight that it's not a weakness. It's actually one of our greatest strengths and one of our greatest gifts. So what I would offer is having employees listen to each other. Just practice simple exercises of active listening. Talk about active listening. Um, notice that when you're not listening, notice what it's like when you're when you're listening, um, what it feels like to be heard, to be seen. 
I think that when I worked in corporate, the hardest thing for me was when was asking for help. And I find that when you're working in a big company, if you're working with a lot of people, that's one of the hardest things. So that's the most common, common question or challenge that I, I see out there. So I really, I geared this workshop around what it's like to ask for help. Um, what gets in the way of asking for help? How could you share with someone that what you or have a space for someone to share what you need, right? Like, and that just, that might even just come from asking your your coworker, "Hey, can I just vent to you really quick? I'm feeling I'm really feeling really annoyed and frustrated by something." or something that happened today in the office, can I just vent to you? Can you just listen to me? And that person could say, yeah, or yes or no. You know, uh, or maybe you can ask, hey, can I get your advice in something, you know? And it's vulnerable to ask for help because, especially in big companies like that, because you're afraid of, oh, no, if I tell this person that I don't, that I'm angry about something or if I'm, if I need help, what are, what are they going to think of me? So... It's just being aware of that and being aware that it's okay to share what you're really feeling and what you're really dealing with and asking for help because that is when the that's when people, coworkers, friends, partners can can relate to you. That's that's when you're the most relatable. Mm-hmm. And when you're not trying to like build up this facade like I'm smart, I'm cool, I'm this, like nothing bothers me. You're not it's hard to relate to people like that. And then that In decreases that employee connection, yeah. productivity, satisfaction, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you recently went through a little bit of a career transition or got a new new project, um, building community. I guess one thing that I'm curious about would be as you've uh, been building a vulnerable AF, you know, which is kind of like your own side project. And, you know, how are you thinking about that next project, even though you're passionate about this other thing. So um, any advice for somebody that's has a podcast, has a blog and, you know, wants to continue to keep working on those, but then find other work and, you know, still show up at work and, but uh, still also be able to kind of work on their side project the way that you're doing now. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Um, Being really transparent from the jump. That's what I when I when I got hired at this uh, company that I'm working for now, Livster. It's a it's a new community and a membership club for people who love immersive experiences and events. And I get to um, help them find cool events in New York and uh, build community in that area of experience and experience design. And um, you know, when I got hired, I was just straight up from the jump. I said, "Hey, look, like." I'm doing this and this is something that's really important to me. And I actually found this. I, didn't, I actually didn't look for this job. Someone referred me from vulnerable AF actually. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was really transparent. Like, Hey, this is what I'm up to. It's really important to me. Can I do this and do that? And yeah, and that's all it took. And, 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 and yeah, I am noticing it is a little harder, but I have to 
show up fully at my at my job and and i love my job i think it's great and it's perfect fit for me um it's so aligned with what i'm doing and building vulnerable af i just i just have to what i had to do it felt really overwhelming at some points i remember when i first started but i just really had to allocate my time i had to create boundaries for myself i had to say no to people i had to um you know schedule a day that this is the day i work on vulnerable af and just really commit to that because i do i i do love my job and and i love vulnerable as fuck like i'm really growing to love it and um it's really been helping me with vulnerable af like all the thing all the new tools and things i want to do and things to expand like i i need uh i needed another job right and while i build what i'm doing or you know whatever it turns into whatever it turns into vulnerable af um you know i had to really start like creating healthy boundaries for myself and and being being um mindful of of like how much time i'm spending on certain tasks and um you know be honest and and say no to to meet like random meet coffee meetups and things which is like i love connecting with people but i have to you know i have to do this this is important to me and this is also important to me so it's cutting out the all the other distractions um so that i can have both Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Got the portfolio career going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, anything else, Veronica? I know you know you were a career coach and confidence coach for some people in the past. Anything else that you feel like, you know, related to you know, anything else that you've seen, building community, vulnerability, anything mm-hmm. else you'd like to share here that you think would be helpful for people on their career journey? Mm-hmm. I guess something something I used to do a lot that I think just is really relevant to the workplace, doing what you love, having a career and doing what you love or whether it's doing what you love is your career or if you have a career that where you're in transition and you're kind of unsure, you want to step into something new, know that there's always going to be this inner critic it's that voice it's that little gremlin that says that you're not worthy you're not good enough you can't do this and you're too much and you're too intense know that that is something that is that we've put on ourselves right it doesn't mean it's true um and there's a possibility that you can have partnership and acknowledge the shadow that will probably always follow you and until you go through the darkness the muckiness is when you can see the light and experience like all the magic that you want to have. So, yeah. Boom. That's a wonderful way to end (laughs) (laughs) all the magic that you want to want to have. Uh, So Veronica, please let listeners know where they can, how they can support your efforts and initiatives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you can find me on Facebook, Veronica Kalinas. You can find me on, I have my, my website, Veronica Kalinas.com. You know, if you want to attend a vulnerable AF, um, I have them every month in Brooklyn. I'm having one uh, Wednesday, October 23rd at Lightning Society in in Bushwick, Brooklyn, New York. And uh, the next one that I'm doing after that will be in Amsterdam. I can't tell you the address because it's at someone's house and I don't really know my way around Amsterdam, but 
if you want to come and if you're in Amsterdam or if you know anyone uh, from Amsterdam in the area that you think could benefit from attending Vulnerable AF, go on my website and you can find it there. Yeah, that's it. Amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Veronica. Thank you, David. Hey, friend. This episode with Timestamp Notes is available on my website at PortfolioCareerPodcast.com. I'm really excited for you to learn from this episode and would love to hear any thoughts from you and continue the conversation where I post this episode on many different social channels. Please subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast for my weekly Portfolio Career Podcast show and really excited for you to build and grow your portfolio career. Thank you so much.